Welcome to another episode of the Find You Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Lee Pinkham. You can find me on social media at Lee Pinkham. And you can find the podcast on social media as well at Find You Fitness Podcast on Instagram. Before we get to the fun stuff, I just want to thank all of you guys for being supporters of the podcast. Every listen, every share, every post that you make, it goes a long ways for the podcast. Even the smallest bit of support goes a long ways. And you never know who you're going to impact with you just sharing the podcast, just sharing it on your Facebook. You don't even have to make a caption for it. Uh, it's someone that ends in your feed may just need it. They just may need to listen to it and be perfect for what they need right now in their life. So thank you guys so much for any of that love. I appreciate it to no end. The topic for today's podcast, it stemmed from a conversation I had with some old high school friends of mine. Uh, when I met up with them over the holidays when I was back in my hometown for uh, for Christmas and one of my best friend's weddings as well. I got to give him a shout out. Congratulations, Alex. But when we turn 18, 19, 20, the question we most commonly get asked by everyone is, so what's your next step? It's an easy conversational piece, but it can be such a frustrating question to answer, right? You don't, or sorry, you want to give a good answer how you plan on getting into this program and then this job or whatever it may be. But when you get to thinking about it while you're on your own time, you realize that you're really not sure if that's what you want to do. And that's what we're going to get into today. So before we get all into that, remember guys, find your fitness stickers are out. If you want one, just shoot me a message. I'll get one out to you and sit tight and enjoy the episode. Finding your passion isn't about careers and money. It's about finding your authentic self. When I run into professionals in fields like banking, you know, finance, accounting, or IT, computer technicians, and whatnot, I'm always curious into why they work the job that they do. What motivates them to get up every morning and go do a job like banking or whatever? Is, it the, job, is the job so rewarding in itself to do? Is it the benefits that you receive from them? Is that what motivates you? Like the money and you know the, the benefits? If you're someone in a field like that, let me know why you do what you do. I have no problem with it. I mean, obviously we need it. We need every job out there. Uh, it just fascinates me. Uh, personally, I like this is just me. This is my opinion. But I can't fathom the thought of working a job that doesn't help others in some capacity. When... When I was first trying to, let's say, find myself, right, I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. I just knew I wanted to help people. So when I first got to college, I went for cr criminal justice, right? I wanted to work as a sheriff or somewhere, <laughs> something like that in the, in the criminal justice field. Well, after the first year, I eventually I switched majors um, because honestly, I was afraid of the random hours that sheriffs work. And I wanted to be able to provide for my future family, not only financially, but with my time as well. And the whole six to six, it kind of scared me. There's tons of people out there that make it work. But it just, it, it, it kind of terrified me. I, I, it's not that I necessarily want to be a traditional nine to five. It is what I'm used to. But I was just kind of worried that I would miss out on things. And I would want to be able to go to sporting events and things like this and not have to miss them all. Um, so eventually I switched. I did not switch to exercise science like you may think that is the next switch. I actually, uh, I switched to education and specifically I switched to Spanish education. Don't ask me why I chose Spanish. <laughs> I don't know. 
Uh, well, actually, I do know. I really didn't know what other subject I'd like to teach. There wasn't really any ones that were appealing to me. I didn't really care for history. Uh, it's in the past, in my opinion. Um, math was probably my favorite, but even then, I didn't really like it. Uh, definitely not science, not not chemistry, at least. Um, but definitely, and it, I didn't really care for biology. I didn't really understand anatomy like I do now. Uh, I could totally teach that looking back, but anatomy would have been great. Um, and then definitely not English or language arts. I don't care enough about literature to, uh, to do it. I like to read, but that's the extent of that. So anyways, I chose Spanish and I, I chose it. I was, I've been around Spanish speaking uh, people my entire life. So I was taking Spanish classes and I was just probably some, it might've been like actually a year or two. Um, <laughs> but I had taken basically through Spanish four or five, and I could I could understand Spanish. If someone were talking to me, they just need to speak slowly. That's my only thing. Sometimes they're just rambling on, and I'm I'm not that fast. I'm like 10, 15 seconds behind. Anyways, I had a new semester start, and I had to take conversational Spanish and intensive grammar review in the same semester. So I walked into these classes on the first day, and, I, and the previous Spanish we were in, we had to talk a lot of Spanish, but... Um, it was, it was kind of like low pressure. It was, you know, you do the best you can. And I walk in on the first day and I was completely blown away by how well everyone seemed to be able to speak Spanish in the room. I was just so like taken back. And, and, and I was just, so the first day we had to tell us, you know, where we were from and uh, how we got to where we are now and all this kind of stuff, but we had to do it in Spanish. And I hadn't looked at Spanish since the last semester. And I was like, well, I know I know how to say some of this. So the person beside me goes first. And she's like, oh, I'm so-and-so. I'm from Mexico. And I'm like, well, shit, this is going to be a lot easier from her. And then the next person goes, oh, I'm from, you know, Spain. And I'm like, well, this is this is almost not fair. I'm from a little town called Washington, North Carolina, where... <laughs> You know, the only time I hear Spanish, and uh, this I don't mean this in a bad way, but it's when I'm playing soccer. I played soccer my whole life, and it's a common sport that you know Mexicans play, and that's what we were playing. We were playing soccer. Everybody speaking Spanish. It, it was fun, but that was the extent of what I knew. And now all these people are coming from Spanish-speaking countries, and I'm like, uh. uh. So, needless to say, uh, about around this time, I'd actually been working out for about. Uh, maybe six, seven months at this point. And uh, honestly, not till I left class that day, she called on me and I struggled hard. I won't lie to you guys. I struggled really hard to to say you know where I was from and what I wanted to do when I grew up or whatever the case may be in Spanish. And um, since I had been working out and I was freaking out, uh, I was so overwhelmed and I got home that day and I started looking into our health department or health programs and health sciences, I guess. And I was like, what, what do they have? Like I'm into exercise. Let's see what they have. And I saw one called exercise science. And I remember that my first thought about it, I was like, I can major in exercise. What the hell? That That's what my parents first thought it was as well. I called my mom. Hey, I think I'm gonna switch. She's like, eh. she didn't even know there was a major of exercise science. And, and even to this day, I bet there's a lot of people out there that w- would be surprised at that too. So literally within like a week um, after this uh, terrible incident, <laughs> I switched I switch majors completely. And, and so, yeah, this is why it took me five years to graduate. 
Um, and I'm really close to a Spanish minor, but I think if I had it, it'd be completely worthless right now. Uh, not only because I couldn't use it, uh, you know, no one would care that I would have it, but, um, I also wouldn't be able to prove that I could speak Spanish. <laughs> so, um, really the purpose of me telling you this story is I clearly had no idea of what I wanted to do. And I mean, this is from, I was 18. I thought I knew what I wanted in criminal justice, but even then I was kind of unsure. And, you know, I switched over to education. I liked the education classes. I wanted to teach. I wanted to coach high school soccer, and I still wanted to do that. I did do that for a few years, and I will get back to it because I, I loved it when I did it, and I want to continue to do it um, when I'm older. And the thing is, is, you know, I didn't know really what I wanted to do then, and then I switched into exercise science, and I knew that I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do, um, but I wasn't enjoying it. And these are all, I, I knew that even though I didn't know what I want to do, there's something very common within these three uh, fields that I chose. They're all careers that focused on helping others. And, you know, criminal justice, it would be helping the world become a safer place and individuals too, depending on what capacity I worked within the field. Education is education of, you know, I wanted to work in high school, educating, you know, teenagers and exercise science is, is dedicated to helping others, you know, live a healthier life or uh, research, you know, more effective exercise methods or things to further our knowledge on exercise. So once I was committed to the program and I was actually enjoying my classes and everything, I started to wonder, you know, what was next? Uh, graduation was creeping up and I was Googling jobs and you know, looking on Indeed and everything like that daily, just seeing what that next step would be. Hannah, which is my girlfriend and I, we were, we were dating and, you know, we wanted to find something somewhere together. And, and I'm not saying the same job necessarily, which is what ended up happening, but just in the same city, you know, we wanted to make that next step in our lives. And it was really, really tough. I thought that after college, I thought a job would just magically fall in my lap and I have a degree. That's all I needed. Jobs would come calling. I would have to choose regardless of my zero experience. Oh boy, was I so wrong. <laughs> but, you know, luckily at Hannah's internship that she had to do for her degree, and she was doing that down on Marco Island, uh, Florida, uh, she had talked with her boss and they knew that, you know, we were trying to make it work. And so they had offered her a full-time job towards the end of her interview. And they offered to interview me at the same place because, you know, she was on the fence about taking the job and um, because we were 14 hours apart from each other and we wanted to make it work. So they offered me an interview. So I went down and uh, I ended up getting that job. And that was, that was a few months after graduation, maybe two, actually maybe like three months. And uh, so I gave it a shot. I got a job there as a trainer and a coach. And no joke, within like a week, the guy who was in my future position, uh, he quit. He moved to St. Louis to be with his wife. So just literally just like that, I have been offered a full-time gig there. I was just in the right place at the right time. But during that time, though, and that's kind of what this, this uh, episode is about, during that time of job searching and soul searching, uh, it got hard. It, it's hard figuring out what you want to do as a career. And, and then when you decide or get into the field, um, to prepare for that career, it can be hard to get going. And towards the end of that job, so I had the job, and you know, honestly, I wasn't. It wasn't everything I had hoped for. Uh, towards the end of that job, I was starting to feel pretty depressed about everything, and 
rent in the area was insanely expensive. It was so expensive that our jobs would barely pay for it. I had the feeling that any job opportunities I found would just move me laterally and, and not up the chain. And the pain would probably move laterally as well. So, you know, what am I getting out of this? And so in October of 2018, I, I had had enough. I quit my job there and I started freelancing as a personal trainer with a company in Naples. So I actually worked, I, I quit my full-time gig there, but I moved down to part-time and I went down to part-time and I solely trained as a trainer there. And then I picked up a gig up in Naples um, training people in Naples and not Marco Island. Um, I loved it. I was getting paid way more. Uh, I could make my own schedule. I was essentially my own boss. I had teetered with the idea of chiropractic school. And when I toured Palmer College Chiropractic in February of 2019, so that's uh, about a year now, um, I was convinced that this is my next step. I was I was convinced this is my next step in life. And and that's where my life story is kind of right now. Nothing about it has been a cakewalk. I've had many different struggles along the way. And for some of you guys, this story right here is is would be a dream scenario for you. Um, you've had it way worse than this. And uh, I, I'm sorry for you, but your experiences make you who you are today, right? And um, I'm, I'm telling you all this story, so hopefully you can relate it to, to your situation. Uh, it's easy to paint a pretty picture of how life has been pointing me down the perfect path, but it's not, um, especially on social media. You know, there were times before college, during college, after college, and while working my job that I was so happy to get, but it ended up hating that I felt very lost and I struggled to find an identity. I know this sounds cliche to say, but social media does only show the highlights. It's sad, but it's true. Sharing your struggles can come off as desperate and needy, but it's not. And even though we know that social media shares the highlights of life, it still affects us in a negative way, especially when we are in a soul-searching phase of our lives. It can get to us where we feel like we have to know what's next because everyone else seems to have life figured out, right? But we don't. No, and no one really does. And I often feel like the majority of people out there are struggling struggling to find their true selves, some more than others. Some days we may feel completely lost and some days not so much. I can attest to that. There are definitely days where I feel completely lost with finding my purpose um, and other days where it's just a matter of time before I take over the world. And that happens to me now in, in, in chiropractic college. I'm not afraid to admit that to you guys to expose myself there. You know, there's been times last quarter where, you know, I was like, man, this material is easy. Uh, I'm way smarter than I thought. I could handle this stuff. Piece of cake. After I get out of here, I'm going to take over the world. And then there were days where, you know, I'm learning stuff and I'm like, wait, we, wait, what? What is that? And then, you know, someone would say, well, remember when we talked about, so-and-so. And I'm like, wait, what? What is that? So, uh, And then you, all of a sudden, you're like, man, maybe I can't do this. Maybe this is too much. Maybe maybe this isn't going to actually work out uh, like I thought it would. So it, it happens, and it happens now. And um, everyone goes through it. And that's kind of the message of uh, today's podcast is it's okay to not know. It's okay to not know the answer uh, to, to what you're going to do for the rest of your life. And it, I'm more interested in the roadblocks that occur when we're while we're trying to uh, find our true selves. You know, I've learned a lot through my fitness experiences over the years, and I think that has helped me shape my beliefs in general. It's helped me become more self-aware, more responsible. It's helped me make less excuses and become a harder worker in general. That's carried over to everything I do in and outside of the gym. 
these are things like overcoming the fear of having people watch me work out in the gym the first couple of times or being confident enough to teach someone an exercise or giving them a diet tip. Um, to some, you know, this may sound like no big deal. Uh, for some of you, it sounds very scary to give someone exercise advice or to train somebody or uh, to give them a tip. You know, I can relate so many life lessons to the gym. It's, it's actually crazy. So it's so easy, guys, to get engulfed on and, and other people's opinions that you read on the internet, you know, social media, or from that one guy in the gym that it blinds you from figuring things out for yourself. Or, or when you just think someone around you is judging you, so you act differently from your true self just to not bring any attention to yourself. I can tell you that you need to do you, that you need to believe in yourself, and you can go and you can listen to another podcast tell you the exact same thing. But until you guys practice it, until you get into that situation where you have to choose either to back down or stand up for yourself, you're, my words are meaningless. And I can only make you aware of it. And you have to put it into action. So instead of feeling put down because everyone around you seems to be succeeding from this false perception of um, on Instagram, take action. Tell yourself that you're not going to let it affect you anymore, that you're going to do you and you're going to make things work. These are all things I've learned during my journey with my career and my life and its experiences. Take a second and think about the most common question you hear growing up. I bet I can guess it. What's going to be your next step? I bet it's along those lines. Or is it is it college? Is it work? You know, is it military? Every senior in high school, you know, that question is coming at any family gathering or you, any run in with, you know, your parent, your friend's parents at a local restaurant or whatever. When you're in college... I'm going to go ahead and let you know if you're a senior in high school, when you're in college, it doesn't get any better. The question is, what are you going to do after graduation? <laughs> Where are you going to work? These conversations are very, very common to have, even with my peers who are around my 20s. It's usually how you kick off a conversation with someone you haven't seen in a long time. And, you know, we feel like we have to give that answer. and But in reality, we don't. If you're working as a waiter in a restaurant, that's freaking great. If you dropped out of school and you're trying to find yourself and you're working at McDonald's, that's great. Who cares if someone judges you for where you are right now? I just want you all to know that it's okay to not know. Just as long as you're taking some sort of step to finding yourself, that's all that matters. And that's the point of you know this podcast in a nutshell is, yeah, I'm geared towards fitness, but if this podcast helps someone become a little bit more self-aware um, and a little bit more knowledgeable about you know the actions that they're taking because it's so easy to just kind of be a zombie and walk through life or walk through a few years of our lives. Um, the, the whole point of this podcast, the whole point of me being here rambling in front of a microphone every single week is to help you find you, is to help you find you regardless of uh, what space it's in. If it's in fitness, that's awesome. If it's um, with your diet, that's awesome. If it's with your family, that's awesome. Or your lifestyle or how you recover, or how you warm up, whatever the case may be. Um, it's, it's about helping you find who you are. So being in a doctorate program, we have people from all walks of life at our, at our school, at our college. You know, I have a few classmates and uh, one in particular, he's in his 40s, and uh, he's from another country. He's an awesome guy. Uh, he has three kids or two kids. I can't remember. I know they're all girls. Um, he's uprooted his entire life, and they moved uh, probably 20 hours away so dad could become a chiropractor. That's so inspiring when you think about it. 
I've been nervous to make this move since I graduated college, undergrad. I, I and I have no kids. I have no ties to anything specifically except for Hannah. But for his entire life, and he's in his forties. I mean, if you think about it, if you're in your twenties listening to this podcast right now, you know, he twenty more years. He didn't really know what he was going to do with his life. I mean, he was working maybe, and he was a uh, massage therapist, and maybe he did enjoy it. Maybe he did love it. Um, but he's now deciding to switch it up and make a drastic change. And we freak about not knowing. We freak out about not knowing what we're doing. You know, when we're twenty. Um, so, hopefully, guys, that you know this podcast and me kind of sharing some of my experiences with you uh, really help you. I don't know, understand and realize that it's just, it's okay to not know. It's okay to, that you don't have everything figured out like it seems to be for everyone else and that you see on social media or that you run into, um, in, you know, during everyday life. Um, one of the things that I started doing when I was, before I quit my job in October of 2018, uh, is I was struggling, you know, with kind of finding who I was. I thought I knew who I was. I thought I knew what I wanted. Then all of a sudden I didn't. And, uh, I ended up in, this is not necessarily related to CrossFit, but I ended up starting CrossFit about the same time. And, uh, we actually had a day where we got to make these little bracelets and I've never been one to do anything like that. You know, it's, that's a girl thing to me, but, um, I was like, you know what? I'm, I mean, I'm in a place where I, you know, I, I don't want to say that I need help. But I appreciate any help, and I need to put myself out there just a little bit more, just a little bit more to um, see what can happen. And we got these bracelets made, and we had to put a quote on it. And you could put any any expression you wanted on it, really. And what I decided to put, and I've posted this on my Instagram before, but it, it just simply says, take action. And it, it's so, it can, it can mean a million different things. Um, but the reason why I got this is because leading up into during that job, during that experience where I thought the work was going to be so great. I thought this is what I was going to want to do. I thought I was going to have fun with it. I was running a gym. I was running classes. I was training people. I literally thought that's what I wanted to do when I was doing that. I was complaining. I was complaining about my job nonstop to Hannah. And I mentioned this before in a previous, previous podcast, but I was just complaining all the time. And I got to a point where, you know, I can either do something about this um, so I can stop complaining or uh, like like make a change within the department or um, put my foot down on something. And so it's not so bad. And if I don't and if I don't really want to put forth that effort to fix something, I must not really want to uh, make a change. I must not really want to do this. I must just want to complain about it. And I think a lot of people, that's where they are. That's that's kind of the where they are maybe currently, or they've just decided that that's just going to be a part of life. And when I got to this point, I just, I realized that if I did not want to be where I wanted to be or work in that position, I needed to take action. I needed to put a, put my foot down. I needed to make a change. And that phrase has just stuck with me for so long. And I wear the bracelet now. And if you ever see me, I have the bracelet on. And if you check my Instagram and scroll down, I, I made a post about it um, a long time ago, but, uh, it, it's just simply take action and, and it can be of your situation. Now it can be, maybe you're not in the place that you want to be. Um, well take action and do something about it. And I know it sound it can sound harsh. It can sound, um, kind of aggressive, but if you're in a place where you're complaining nonstop, or if you're in a place where you just, you feel lost, 
you know, take some sort of actionable step to becoming a better version of you or to making that next step, whether it be in your career or just in your uh, relationship or, you know, just in your life in general, take that step. You can do it. I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. It's definitely a little bit uh, different than normal. Um, I definitely opened up a little bit to you guys and I, I don't feel bad about it at all. And I'm always willing to do that. And if you're someone you ever need to have a conversation and, and you feel lost or you feel stuck, uh, just reach out to me. You know, I may not know the perfect thing to say, but it may be you just need to say things. And I don't judge you for your situation or you know where you may be in life because we're, we're all in kind of different stages with it. Um, so what I want to make sure you guys take away from today's podcast is that it's just it's okay to not know what's next. Just take some sort of an actionable step to finding what's next. Take that take action, right? And and don't let what you see on social media impact on how you're viewing your own life. Everyone progresses differently, they struggle differently and succeed differently. And the definition of struggle and success is going to be different depending on who you're talking to. So remember that. If you enjoyed today's podcast, leave it a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If if you do, I may just send you a free sticker. I would appreciate it to no end. And surprisingly, uh, not very many people have taken me up on that offer. It's an easy task. I believe in you. Uh, much love, guys. See you next week.